Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast with your hosts, David and Seth. Hey, and this is the only podcast where we will suplex your sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so I messed up on the intro and I said suplex your sticks and we had to uh, completely reset ourselves. Uh, but it was worth it because it was really funny. And yeah. um, You had to be there though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't record we it. Definitely, I definitely deleted it. So no way you're going to get that. But. This is, it's been a fun week. I have played a lot of video games this week, which is kind of a different pace from how I've been living life lately, where I just, I would just play games casually on the Switch, like I was playing Picross and stuff like that. And so it's kind of been interesting to fully set aside time for gaming and nothing else. And it's been... It's been nice. It's been really nice. And I, I feel like I haven't done that in a while because I consider the Switch such a portable system that I'm always doing mm-hmm. something else while I'm playing it. And so for console games, you don't really have that option. And it's it's kind of a different type of immersion yeah. that I've, you, I've missed. Yeah, you really have to... Um find time to carve out i think that's what's been kind of my issue is that um like i don't have any new games on the switch that i can just kind of you know play casually wherever um so that that had that given my schedule recently that had been sort of an issue but yeah i totally get that yeah and so it's it's really i don't know it's been nice because when you and and maybe I need to start playing Switch games on the dock on the TV more to get that sort mm-hmm. of immersion in some of it. And maybe I'm losing some of the aspects of gameplay that would really shine with that. But it's it's just it's way different to sit down with a console game um, and give it 100% undivided attention for the most part and. Yeah, soak it in and it's I don't know I, I never really made that distinction until this past week and it's because I have gone through with a fiery pace uh, Spider-Man which it's <laughs> I don't know what I should call this game because there's already been a Spider-Man game mm-hmm. so I I've isn't just... it called I, I believe the official title is Marvel's Spider-Man so I think so. I think that's true. But whenever I, know, the I box just says Spider Man. Yeah, whenever I Googled it, it's just Spider Man twenty eighteen game in parentheses. Yeah. And well, so that's just what they I should have put that on the box in parentheses twenty eighteen <laughs> game. Just so you know. Uh, or at least had some sort of subtitle. Like don't I don't know. No, I don't, that, I, it's not I don't a, need a subtitle. But they should definitely have put 2018 yeah, game, sure. just so just so I know that when I pull it out, it's not like the old one, the old Spider-Man 2 game, where you could play as the Green Goblin. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. So, yeah, we, we can't get into... Uh, go, I don't want to go too far down rabbit holes, because we have a lot to talk about tonight. So yeah. We're gonna, I want to go through the order real quick. 
We're going to talk about what we played this week, which mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I believe mostly was Spider-Man and Destiny, which will be good. I did beat Spider-Man, so we'll get into that. Yep. You plowed through it. Yeah, and then we will talk about the normal news for the week, which there wasn't that much, and then we will go in a deep dive into today's Nintendo Direct. So, well, tomorrow for you listening, but today it happened, and we're recording late so we can give you our fresh takes on it. So, first, let's jump into Spider-Man, because I... (sighs) I have not played a game with this sort of uh, excitement and passion in a while. And it it was really refreshing and cool. And I almost a thousand percent attribute it to the fact that it is so much fun to get around in that game. That it made me want to play it just for the pure fact that I could go places really in an interesting way. which. I I don't think it sounds very cool, especially hearing myself say that. It doesn't sound like a good selling point. But when you're playing the game and you're swinging through the city and you start to develop your own rhythm with the swing and there's a lot of physics and momentum with it, that you you really have like your own personality of a swing. Like I prefer to go over the city on the rooftops with the zip pull because you go really fast and it's really fun and kind of hectic. But then if you want to calm down, you can just do the slow, you know, the normal type of swing. And it's there. there's so much traversal options in this game that it was interesting because it, this isn't spoilers because it's an open world game. You kind of assume this, Seth. You get a fast travel system. Don't tell me what I assume. Well, you get a fast travel system at some point in the game. Yeah. uh, Because, of course... I probably assume that. Yeah, because New York has subways and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, it does. So... That's true. You get get a fast travel. I used it... I used it approximately five times because you have to to get a trophy. I did Mm -hmm. not use it past that. (laughs) And... It's just because even when stuff was far away, it still was worth it to me to travel that distance because I thought it was fun and interesting to explore the world, which open world games haven't done that for me in a long time. And I have a strong theory as to why, but I'll save that for the end. So this game does a great, I don't want to get into spoilers because a lot of this game can be spoiled, especially if you're someone not if you're someone that is really blind and live under a rock when it comes to Spider-Man you and you don't know who Norman Osborn or Otto Octavius are stuff like that this game is going to throw you through some loops but really if you know who they are it's just kind of fun nods but there's there's so much in this game that's jam-packed and they very artfully crafted this story and i believe the voice actor for spider-man his name is yuri lowenthal i've 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 thought i looked it up before i only have yuri written down which i should have written down the last name this guy should be doing more video games and i know he does some but i i need to look up his his work because he is really good 
and the stuff he does with the character of Peter Parker is fantastic. So, I know I'm kind of scatterbrained. But this is, it's also an interesting game, Seth. I don't know if you've realized this, that this is a Spider-Man that's kind of later on in life. He, yeah. He is past working at the, the Bugle. He is not in college. He's kind of doing some sciencey stuff. He's got a, a neat suit. I mean, he's, because he's smart Peter Parker. And, you know, he's he's just living his life. Aunt May's around. You don't have to go through the whole Uncle Ben ordeal, which is nice. Yeah, that's good. Because that's kind of been overdone. Mary Jane knows who you are. That's, it's, you know, she knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So that's a nice story beat that you don't really have to deal with. And there's no, like, weird secretive type of stuff that you have to juggle. But there is a lot of good stuff in there in their character dynamic that I really love. And I am excited to see other people play this game. I didn't actually read reviews until yesterday for this game because I wanted to, you know, experience the game and form my own opinions. And the combat system is great. I want to say that it is not as intricate as maybe the Arkham Asylum games, but it is more fun in my opinion, but that's because it's kind of a faster pace and that changes a lot. This whole game is very fast and it, it does a mm-hmm. very good job of pacing with very fast moments of combat and the slow conversation moments. The area where it does bad with pacing, and they've kind of hinted at it and shown this in trailers, is when you have to do stealth missions. And I wonder if that's because I am bad at stealth missions. (laughs) Probably. I didn't have to retry them too often, but it just felt like there was almost too many of them. I'm interested to see how you feel about it when we do our spoiler cast in a couple weeks after you've beat this game and we kind of can deep dive into it. But, you know, there's there's just a couple stealth missions uh, pushed in there and I didn't necessarily feel they were fully necessary. There was one, let's see. There was one, a couple moments where you could just tell that the motion capture and the voice acting, that they really were making these actors do multiple cuts. And it's just because they, the amount of emotion and power they were able to get out of certain scenes, it's got to be attributed to writing also, but the... Really, the performances in this game are really special. I haven't uh, had this kind of an emotional reaction to a video game in a long time. I don't know if it's because I love Spider-Man so much, or if it's because it actually was very good, which I'm assuming because it it was. In my opinion, it was very, very good. But that, I, I, I don't know. I was going a million miles an hour there. But I really enjoy this game. It's very good. Traversal is insane. 
and the combat feels really good. The story was really solid and flowed really well, and all the collectibles are really fun to get, and they provide a good amount of backstory to this Spider-Man if you're not if you're not used to the Spider-Man universe. So it's kind of interesting to see how they use the backpacks to deal with that. Because the backpacks will have like little like tchotchkes in there. Like <laughs> there's a there's a vial. Every backpack you collect has something in it. And so there's a vial of sand in one of the backpacks. And Peter Parker reminisces about he goes, Oh, this this either has all of Sandman in it or it has none of it. But I'm not I'm too nervous. <laughs> I'm too nervous to open it to find out. And <laughs> and it's just like all right, that's random. <laughs> and so there's there's a lot of neat little stuff like that that really just adds to this game. And Peter Parker's always cracking wise while fighting people, which is what he should be doing. And shout out to Kirk Hamilton for pointing this out on Twitter because I didn't quite realize it while it was happening. But they did two separate takes for all audio in the game. One while you're moving around the city and one while you're sitting still. And so Kirk Hamilton, if you want to find his tweet, it kind of blew up and went viral in the past week among the gaming community because he A-B tests each line, a couple lines of dialogue where Peter Parker is saying something while standing still or he's saying it while swinging and it's just like labored breathing while he's swinging or it's a normal, you know, well said line. And it, it just that kind of attention to detail means a lot when you're playing an open world game like this. So this this game is probably going to be my game of the year. I I can't say that 100% yet cuz we're only 9 months through the year and there was some cool stuff announced tonight as well as the inevitable Smash Bros coming out in December. Yeah. So it's hard to say, but right now, if I had to pick, this game is its one of my favorite games I've played in like the past three to four years, if not longer. its I wanted to get every collectible. I enjoyed playing it every second, and it, it definitely is suplex certified. I don't... I, don't think there is a person that I would not recommend this game to because the story is brief enough that you can just do the story and get through the game or you can pump around 40 to 45 hours in it like I did and get collectibles and I believe I ended around 87 to 90 percent of the game completed when I finished the story and I didn't have too much left on the map to get so Oh, honorable mention, because I was texting you pictures during this past week. I know I have not given you much room to talk, but the the amount of different suits in the game was really great and special, especially for someone that likes Spider-Man and knows a lot about the lore. There's about 28 different suits, and they're all awesome, and it's great. It's great to see what they included in uh there was 
there was a couple that I wanted them to include, but they did not. And there's some hints in the story as to why they might be in the next one. So it's pretty neat. I don't know if any of that made sense. I got real excited and just kind of ran with it. So you can tell me if, uh, if it sounded insane, Seth. No, I think you were mostly sane throughout. I I appreciate that. You you did a pretty good job. Was was there any questions you have? Any burning things you want to know? No, um, not really. I mean, this is a game I got to play for myself. Um, and I'm excited to do it. Uh, but no, no, no real questions. Yeah, and it's it's kind of, I wish you, I know why, I mean, school is important, but I wish you were playing this alongside me, because there was a lot of stuff I wanted to text you about that I couldn't. And so yeah. I'm really excited for you to experience the game, and for you to text me, and I'm actually letting your brother borrow my PS4, so he can play it, and your brother is an even bigger Spider-Man fan than I am. So, I'm really excited for him to see what this game's about. Because they really... And I... Gosh, I forgot the studio that... Is it Insomniac? Yes. Yeah. I... The the obvious love they have for the source material. I... The only frustration I have, and it's... I mean, it's a good one, is that I want there to be more. And I kind of burned through it. And so... Yeah. Let's talk about something we've both played this week. And I can let you uh I can let you take the reins a little while I get some water. Or Okay. I, I mean I have some here at the desk, but I'm not going anywhere. Oh. Gonna gonna gulp it down. Yeah, so I finally got the time to play some video games this week. Um and you know, it was it was a tough decision for me whether I wanted to get into Spider Man or finally get back into Destiny Two. And as you have probably deduced, since I didn't talk at all about Spider-Man, I did, in fact, play Destiny 2. Um, yeah. I I went through... Unlike David, I, I did not have the season pass, so I didn't get to play the expansions when they came out. Um, and I, I almost didn't get to play them, too, because the um, Legendary Edition of Forsaken, it, it came uh, with, like... Like its predecessor, uh, the Taken King, um, for Destiny One, it came with a thing that will allow you to instantly level up your character to start the Forsaken stuff. But for some reason, um, and I know the reason, I, it's because of the way that the, the mission structure in, the, in Destiny Two works versus in Destiny One. Um, if you use it, you can't do the story missions in the other DLCs. So instead of doing that, um, I decided to play through them. Um, they were mostly not good. Uh, Mars. Uh, the the second one, uh, Warmind was much better than Curse of Osiris. Um, I told but you. neither of them were like, neither of them were were that all that fun to play. Uh, certainly the the open the the Mars area from the second DLC was was more fun to move move through. Um, and so yeah, I finally after um playing all that, I I was I wasn't really grinding, but I I did. I got I I leveled up to the max and I got my light up to like the the soft cap of 500 um I and if you don't understand what these terms are then you know uh, uh, we've talked about <clears throat> destiny so much that 
just go back and listen to some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got my power up to like the the soft level cap, and then I finally started Forsaken and and played played through the mission, the couple missions, got to the new area. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. We were actually go we were trying to play last night, but somehow at right at the beginning of our play session, um, I got kicked kicked out of Destiny. Uh, you know, which is an all too common occurrence when playing the game. And so then we never actually we never actually joined back together. We just we played separately while on on our Xbox Live party chat talking to each other. Yeah. Which was weird, but it it was still pretty fun. Um so I've I've played some of that. I have played a couple matches of Gambit, which is the new um multiplayer mode. Played some of the new strikes. It's all it, it it's Honestly, it, it's it was funny how I went from while playing through the DLCs, I was it was kind of like I knew that I I, I had started, so I needed to to get through those so I could play the regular stuff, and I was and it was just kind of like a that was a real grind, honestly, playing through playing through some of that stuff. Um, but to once I finally got into like the meat of Forsaken and the the Tangled Shore and all the the new stuff you can do, I was like instantly. Back in that, um, and that old Destiny groove of just like, yeah, yeah, you know, the brain kind of it, it, it tunes out of what time is, and you just sort of get into a zone. Um, and yeah, it's it was fun once I got once I got to that state, I was like, oh, yeah, this is that good, that good stuff. Um, so I haven't, I haven't gotten too far into it, of course. Uh, before we got on the, on, before we started recording, you you said you were about to to do the final story mission of of the DLC, uh, yeah. or at least of the Tangled Shore area. Well, so um, as I've read about this, because whereas I stayed relatively spoiler free for Spider Man with Destiny, I didn't mind the really they kept this DLC kind of like with the. Warmind one, they wanted to do a shorter story and do. How how do how do I put it? They wanted to do less of an A story, a strong, uh, long A story, and a and less B stories, and do a short A story and do a bunch of B stories. So right. there's going to be a lot of smaller experiences coming out of this. So I'm at the end of the A story, for sure. Yeah. Um so w- I remember last night you were you were struggling mightily with some of the uh, the barons. I um, yes. The way the way the story works is that um you the, the whole everyone if you can follow news you probably know know about how Cade gets killed. Um he gets betrayed. Um the guy who who kills him um he's got like these all all of these underlings and he breaks out of breaks out of prison with and so you have to go hunt all of them down um individually that's what david was talking about when he was likening it to mega man last um last episode so yeah you were you were having a very rough time a rough go of it uh how 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 did that turn out i i don't know if we were in the party together when i beat it but it no no we were because i went to bed afterwards 
but I did finally beat it after about an hour of trying to beat this boss. So, something I recommend, and maybe I should have stopped, but some of these barons are very difficult in the enemies that they spawn, and it really just seems like they were made to be done with at least two people, which, I mean, the max you can have is three, but it really just there's there's a feeling like oh there's so much so much going on there needs to be a second person so i don't know if that was just how they designed it or i i also didn't fully have my new ability leveled up so maybe that was holding me back a little bit but yeah I have I did not have as much of an issue with the other ones though. I will say that. But uh, okay. the uh the bo- the mad bomber is the one I was having a trouble with. Lots of bombs and lots of enemies that explode also. So it was very <laughs> very time consuming and frustrating. But very good. I felt yeah. I felt very uh, very satisfied after beating it, and I felt validated that I'm decent at the game. Not yeah. great, but I'm decent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been like we don't have we we don't have too much to to talk about because like I say, um, the stuff I've done doesn't overlap that much. Like the new stuff doesn't overlap that much with what you have done. Have Have you got into into Gambit at all? So, no, I wanted you to tell me about it, actually, because I, it's, it's something that I wish I had done, but I, because of course you get, you get engrams for doing it, but I just haven't. Yeah. And it's because I, I read a lot that it's something that you kind of need to do with other people that you know, because there's communication involved, but maybe I'm wrong. Tell me, tell me about it, please. So, I mean, I think... Like any of the multiplayer modes, like the competitive stuff, and really the whole game, it it benefits from being with people like that you can vocally communicate with and um and get into that that team speak stuff that you hate, um because like it does help you attack stuff more efficiently. But you don't re- it's not really necessary. I I've played a few matches in it. Um, the matches are surprisingly long. Like I, I wasn't. I didn't realize how how long they were going to be um once I got into it um but it's 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 actually it's very fun what it is uh so it's like uh it's two teams of four I think it's four yeah two teams of four going against each other but they're not actually fighting each other what you're doing instead is it puts you in an environment where you have to fight um computer enemies of of the different uh races um and when you kill them they drop these little things that you pick up they're like little little collectibles um that you then go and put into this bank um depending on how many you have collected it 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 can send uh, an enemy to the other side which um which locks out their bank until the enemy's destroyed and so the the object is to collect enough of these things once you hit a certain number, I think it's like a hundred or something. I'm not sure. It it summons the a final boss, and so the first per the first team to 
defeat the final boss wins that round, and it's best two out of three. Um, so it's... I was kind of intimidated when I first got into it, because I didn't know, like, what the difficulty would be. And, and I mean, it's, it's not easy, um, because it's a lot of enemies in somewhat enclosed spaces like you have to be close to the to a bunch of enemies to be effectively um killing them and getting the the most that they drop right um but it it's really fun like it's very hectic it's very fast paced there's there's rarely um slowdown going on and the other the the other wrinkle is that every i don't know what like the um what causes it to happen i i think it's just on a on a timer but a portal will open up and you can send one of your teammates to the other team's area to like fight them basically um and it's actually that's actually really fun because it's it's not like it is in the regular multiplayer you can kill other other players a lot faster in it so oh, it okay. it only takes like a few shots to kill them um, and you know the the same thing goes like they can they can kill you as well, um, so that that was one thing. Like when I I had been hesitant to, to to go in because you know usually in a thing like that you you're you're trained to be cautious about your encounters unless you're you know that you're very good at the game. That's sort of what the the crucible multiplayer is. That that's kind of what it teaches you. Um, and so I was kind of hesitant to go in because I, you know, I thought, well, I don't know that I'm good enough. I, I don't want to be wasting this opportunity. And like the so, and the first time I went in, I basically killed every single one of the other teammates. It was like, okay, <laughs> all right, this is fun. Um, and so yeah, it's it's really it's a very fun mode. Um, I like it. It's a very good addition to the game. Um, certainly, it, it probably would be enhanced by. Uh, having people on your team, but you don't really need it um, because there are, you know, the the announcer, the 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 guy, whatever his name is, um, he's the he drifter. tells you where all the where the, all the enemies are coming, and he tells you when um, someone from the other side has invaded you, or when there are there are blockers there stopping you from using your bank. Um, so they they do a good job of like telling you what's happening. Um, but yeah, I really. It's it's a very good addition to the game. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. The the drifter or possibly Dredgen Yor, which people ooh have that theories. would be interesting. Do pe- are, are people either, theorizing that either that or he's uh, Shin Malfer? It's one of the two. Um, that that would be interesting. Because he did I, say he says he's like uh, like a couple centuries old, which is because he looks like a young dude. The the drifter he's got. They had to have done this intentionally, but he basically talks like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. He, it's really weird. He's got this southern accent. Like, you, if you just stand near him and you hear all his lines, um, it's like, what? what is happening here? But I guess that's weird. Um, so, yeah, there was one thing I wanted to talk about for, about the, the beginning of the thing, and we talked about this last night, um, how, like, the whole crux of this story is based like you're going off getting revenge for Kay dying this guy aldrin who was in like two scenes in the original destiny game is the one who killed him um and it's it struck me as really weird because the whole i i feel like the the whole 
Aldrin and Cade dynamic was a, from what I have read, it was something that was there in the initial idea of what Destiny was going to be before it had this huge, huge overhaul. Aldrin was going to be like a, a main character in that game. Um, and it was weird that, I, I just thought it was weird that they, they pulled that, they pulled from that. Like, why, why did it have to, why was it him and Cade? What, did, why did Cade need to die in this? Um, and also it was weird because Nathan Fillion's not in the, the few, in the one mission that he's alive, um, Nathan Fillion is not the voice of him, which he had been before, Right. which I had a, because of that, I had a very difficult time, like empathizing with, with what he was doing. Um, it's, I forget the guy's name, the voice actor, it's the same guy who, who does the ghost. And uh, like Nolan he's North. a yeah Nolan North he's in every game, um and he he does a good like Nathan Fillion impersonation. It's a little more exuberant, um. So maybe that might be one of the reasons I didn't like it. It was just a little over the top for me, but it was sort of weird because like I didn't have that emotional co- connection to him anymore. Of what what little emotional connection I had, um, and it's and it's still annoying that they had to kill him off like he's the one the one npc who they had given any kind of um depth to and they got rid of him um so i don't know it was just it's a weird there was this weird like dissonance going on where you know i knew he was gonna die and i'm sure that played into it that made me not care um and also like when i got into the mission it just felt like this isn't the cave that i know why do i care that this guy's dying (laughs) <laughs> it's so i don't know yeah, that's uh, do they in the story does it get into at all like aldrin's connection with Cade and why he didn't like him or something so not where i'm at right now but there was a couple lines about why he was in prison which was nice because me and you were talking last night about why was he even in the prison yeah, because I mean, this the is the last we saw him. We thought he was dead. Yeah, like we saw him in, like I said, he was in Destiny One and the base campaign of that, and then you the just next... kind of assumed he, you assumed he died at the Taken King when all it seemed like all of the Awoken people got blown up by, by Oryx. Right. Um, well, I guess it's just another another Destiny mystery that will go untold, maybe. Yeah, there's there's a lot more grimoire stuff in this. Yeah, than... I have noticed that there's there's a lot a lot of stuff you can pick up that um that goes straight like it tells you this is a new lore page. I haven't gone and read through any of it. So I'm sure a lot of that stuff is there as it usually is with with these these destiny weird stuff that you don't know about. Um Right. So yeah, that's about I mean that's probably more than I probably BS my way through a lot of, a lot of talking talking more about that than I than I could, but that's about <laughs> it that I have for now. Well, Certainly once I get through the campaign and once we we get into the Dreaming City area where the real end game is, there will be much more to talk about. Hopefully eventually we'll get to we'll get to do the raid. But you know. Which unlocks tomorrow. It does. Um I'm not ready for it. So no. are you gonna are you gonna watch any of the streams people do in the world first? Uh yeah, I mean I 
I know for a fact, and it's it's just because we don't know anyone serious enough that I'll never be a, be one of the groups of people that do a first time run. Um, oh yeah, no way. There's I, no way. I don't have the time to do that, and I don't have the weird abstract type of puzzle solving skills. Seemingly, because if you had asked me to figure out some of the stuff in previous raids, I would have just. I would have overlooked most of it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's really impressive the way some of these do it. But you also have to... They go at it, like, basically an entire day. They brute force stuff until they figure out how it works. Right. And then and then it is cool watching them, like, they... After doing... What has it been? Like, four... There were the four raids in the first one. The first raid in this, and then the other two raid layers. So that's, like, seven different things. Um, that they have been through that use a lot of similar mechanics. So they, the like, you can hear them, like, vocally talking about how, like, the, the mechanics might work based on other stuff, which is a cool thing. Um, they're, they're, it's it's kind of exciting to watch the, the, the world first, like, them just trying to figure out how they do it. I don't, I don't know if I'll watch anything, um, because I remember the first time I did Vault of Glass, I had no idea what was going on, and I had, some other people that didn't know, and there were people trying to show us what to do, um, which is it's it was a fun experience. And then when I tr- first tried the Leviathan, I had watched it, and so I had a certain idea of how it was working. And so I was, even though I had not actually done it, I was able to kind of help coordinate what was going on. So I I don't know. Now I haven't I, even I, done Leviathan. Yeah, I haven't gotten past the dogs. The closest you've got to beating it was when you were listening to me and the and the professor and that weird group of people uh, finish it. <laughs> that was a special night. It was. It was. <laughs> definitely, definitely strange, but yeah. fun. Uh so uh, we should we should get to the because we have some some normal news, and then we have the you know the good stuff. We have the the direct to talk about. So number one on the normal news is that there's a 6.0 update for the PS4 and they didn't announce patch notes for it. It just says general system performance and the, the devs that work on structure and stuff are being really cryptic on Twitter on what this updates. So I guess whenever Sony decides to tell you, Probably during Tokyo Game Show. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are theorizing that you'll be able to change your PSN tag, which, I mean, I guess that's a big deal to some people. Yeah, but, people have been wanting that for a long time. Yeah. So, um, there's that. And let's see, what else do I have on my list? Uh, the only other thing I have is what Seth brought up. And it's that there was a small pre-Tokyo Game Show trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 mm-hmm. where they showed off Baymax and some of the cool things about San Francisco that you'll yep. be exploring. You got to see the Big Hero 6 Keyblade and it's one of its transformations which looked dope. Yeah, it looks really cool. 
and it made me excited that I'm buying the $40 piece of foam replica keyblade from GameStop. <laughs> so the non-transforming one, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it won't transform, but it'll be dope. So Yeah. I was it, it was funny that they this is they they finally have showed us the Big Hero 6 stuff when it was ba- like the first piece of um, concept art that they released was of the big hero six world and then yeah it um, was, that was it was like two years ago it was, that we it, saw that it was the first worlds they talked about were big hero six and tangled yep. and we never saw big hero six until now until now so and there's gonna be there's supposed to be a a proper new trailer once uh, tokyo game show starts so we'll definitely have some stuff i'm sure it will have more insane stuff revealed in it that we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I can't for wait sure. for it. There was a lot of flashing images in the end of it. Yeah. And, yeah. So, other than that, Seth, I think you had something else. Yeah, I have a couple. Um, Today, uh, I think it was today, Ubisoft, they revealed like the, the roadmap for um, Assassin's Creed odyssey the the dlc and apparently it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of free stuff coming in weekly um kind of the nintendo model but also the the bigger stuff there's one that is set in atlantis one where you get to play as the original um wielder of the hidden blade or the original assassin or something which is strange because i thought that was bayek from origins i thought that was the whole deal about it but i guess it's not Although I think it would be hilarious if this it was Bayek and you just you did it. It was a little DLC that was a condensed version of the um, origin story, but that won't happen. It'll, it'll be someone new. Um, I think I read something that it was that it's Darius, the uh, the son of Xerxes, which oh. was sort of makes sense because it's in that time frame. Uh, probably the biggest one is that they announced that some of the as part of the season pass will be a remastered version of assassin's creed 3 and a remastered version of assassin's creed liberation um which is cool uh it's something that i'm almost enticed to get the season pass for this although it would be it would be pointless because i'm not i'm waiting i'm going to wait until black friday to buy it um (laughs) but i'm i'm here for an assassin's creed 3 remaster i don't know that i'll ever play it but i'll act like i want to play it and that's what really matters I am here full stop for that. There have been multiple times where I've just wanted to play it so bad. and Yeah, me too. I remember when I first listened to Hamilton. Um, yeah, Like, yeah. I was in that mood. I was like, man, I, want, I really want to play Assassin's Creed 3 now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be there for, like, next time I listen um, through the Hamilton uh, recording front to back, I'll be able to go, let's go in this video game and see what these people are up to. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it brings back the original meme, Where is Charles Lee? Which was just one of the best video game memes ever created. Where is Charles Lee? I loved it. I I remember when I first played 3, I I feel like for months I was saying, Where is Charles Lee? Just randomly in conversation. Yeah, you were. And then we found that video. Which was great. Any word on Lee? I would say the same of Charles. <laughs> Charles Lee. Where is Charles Lee? Charles. <laughs> uh, so I probably much. shouldn't have pulled that up. 
It was <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, I love Charles. I don't like Charles Lee, but I love asking where Charles Lee is. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, the other thing that I read, and this will be very special for Chris, who, if he ever listens to this episode, um, there is going to be uh, an Alan Wake adaptation TV series. Um, it Ooh. is, yeah, it's, it's being adapted for, into a television series uh, with Sam Lake, the original creator, heavily involved. Um, and he said that. He's planning on adapting the entire game, but if there's if they're going to do future seasons, like he already has a script written for Alan Wake Two, and that's what they're going to use. Um, so like it seems to be like the idea of, is this comes out and it's a hit, then you know there will be life for Alan Wake Two for all the people who want that. Um, I think it'll this will be really cool. I think this is a game for as much as many problems as I have with it. It's still a good game, and I think it would adapt, it would work really well as a TV show. Um, right. So that's pretty cool. Yep. But that's about it uh, of the uh, non-Nintendo news. Um, but now it's time for uh, Suplex the Switch time. Yeah. Because the long-awaited Nintendo Direct finally landed, and it was a doozy. Oh, man, was it? My word. I expected this direct to be good, but I did not quite expect this. Yeah. I, they, man, and it's really, it's just the order that they went in. Because they went straight off the bat announcing a Luigi's Mansion 3 coming next year. Okay, yeah, so that was so weird. I thought at first it was just footage of the, the 3DS game. Right. Like the new 3D. And I was like, oh, they're starting with this. That's cool. And then they show this logo for Luigi's Mansion 3. And I yelled. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, it was so amazing. And it was out of nowhere, too. Nothing nothing I could have expected um, was Luigi's Mansion 3. And I'm very excited for it. Coming out in 2019. And as we will see, um, 2019 is looking to be a banner year for the Switch. I know a lot of people have talked about how you know, this year's been kind of lean. Um, and, like, the biggest thing is coming right at the end of the year. Uh, but it seems like they are planning on heavily making up for that with next year. Yeah. Um, I I really, I punched the roof of my truck because I had the audio going through. Because I didn't get home till about five to ten minutes into the direct. Mm-hmm. And so that was announced, and I just yelled and punched the roof of my truck. It was crazy. I was... Uh, I love yeah. Luigi's Mansion. I love that stupid arcade game we play at Dave & Buster's mm-hmm. for Luigi's Mansion, and uh, it's being made by the same people that made the 3DS one, which I really liked. Which was good, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's... I thought you were about to say it was made by the same people who made the arcade game, and I was about to say, um, yeah, no, 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 I don't no, know no. if that's good, but no, no yeah. No. So then they showed us, um, we got we got to meet Shinya Takahashi, who is I think he's supposed to be the next president of the company, which is cool that he's finally in in the the front, um, and he he introduced us, and we got 
the first thing they showed us was Kirby's Epic Yarn is coming to 3DS, which is kind of cool. Um, it's apparently a, a good game and one that, that really fits on that system. Uh, then they showed us Bowser's Inside Story, uh, the 3DS version. Which I thought um, that had already come out, to be honest. Yeah, I did too. But no, it's coming out January 11th. Um, and I think that... Uh, was there one more 3DS game, or was it just those two? They they spent... Oh, they talked about Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Right. So that was about it for 3DS. Um, Which really... I am ex- I am kind of glad because I was worried when they said it was going to be both 3DS and yeah. Switch that there's going to be like 15 to 20 minutes of 3DS because we haven't heard a bunch of stuff from it in a while. Nope, it was boom, 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 and then we are on to the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and at the beginning of the good stuff was probably the most predictable thing to come to the Switch. New Super Mario's New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe um, is coming to Switch. Now, this is a game I have absolutely zero excitement for. I think I've... I don't know if I've talked about on here how much I dislike the new Super Mario Bros. games. Um, I remember I posted about it on, like, an article on Kotaku, and it was... It had, like, a hundred responses. Apparently, people really like these games. I think they're slow and boring. Um, and kind of uninspired, but you know, that's just me. Now there, I will say there was one thing that kind of made me want to play this game is that, um, so the, the regular characters, Mario, Luigi, and Toad from the original, uh, Wii U game are playable, but there's also, um, Nabbit and Toadette, uh, and they showed this thing that Toadette, you can get this crown and when you put (laughs) it on, she transforms into peach basically uh Peachette. they call her peachette but she's basically princess toadstool and it's like what what is happening here how is this i the the laws of nature in the mario world you know they can be stretched beyond imagination but even but this thing it's what what is this yeah, what is happening what would happen if regular toad put on that crown yeah what <laughs> does he turn into Toadio? I don't know. <laughs> These Toadio. are questions that Toadio's I never I never knew that I needed to know the answers to. And I'm not sure I want to know the answers to. <laughs> uh, but I love it. Uh, I hope that um, Peachette is a costume in Super Smash Bros. Because I will 100% use it. Yeah. they. So this also includes new Super Luigi U. Right. Yeah. So there's like 150 levels of. Game I mean, yeah, it's 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 a massive game, certainly. Uh, but it's just it does not interest me at all. The gameplay. The the most fun I had, and you you were there for most of it, was playing it multiplayer, and. Yeah, and honestly, the best part about I remember when we did it was like throwing each other in the pits and stuff. Yeah. So so that that I'm glad they got that out of the way at the beginning though because after that like they got knocked into 12th gear like the two brothers because immediately <laughs> the next thing was Katamari Damacy rerolled a a remaster of the original Katamari Damacy um Which it I... looks it I'm I'm so excited for this it looks amazing I haven't I've I've played um some of the Katamari games I never played the original 
Um, it's going to have like gyro controls, which look like like usually tacked on. Those are things you don't want to use, but it, they look like it could actually be good in this game. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be multiplayer, like on a like on a single screen. I'm very excited for this. It's uh, it definitely. Was I, I I didn't see. I coming. yelled. I yelled when they when they revealed this. Um, <laughs> I yelled multiple times in this direct, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but but that that was dope. There was my most of my yelling came later, so we'll. I'm excited for some of this later stuff. Yeah. But, um, so they announced something that I thought you would be super excited about, but you you kind of didn't have any reaction in the group chat about it. Was the uh, that weird Capcom smash up game? Oh, so, why would you think I would be excited about that? I thought it looked, you know, it's whatever. It's it's a bunch of arcade beat 'em ups. Um, yeah, one of those games. Um, we you you have or you and your brother have on the uh, Nintendo yeah. Classic at home. Okay, so yeah, I mean, like they're fun. <laughs> they're fun enough games. Uh, like I think it's cool that that one is on there. It's like a ninja one or something. Um, and it's cool that Captain Commando is on there, uh, which is a game I've always wanted to play, but you know, only to a certain degree because these are all side-scrolling beat 'em ups. It's it's cool that they're 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 gonna be there. It's not like a uh, a system seller for me. It, yeah, this is yeah. not a killer app. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's that. So the one that I thought was on the Nintendo Classic or whatever was the uh, that robots one. The, oh no, no, okay. no! That was one of the ones. Cause they said there there are two of them that have never been on consoles, and that was one of them. Oh, so okay. I don't know. I don't know how you thought that. I don't know. It looks similar. Yeah, certainly. So I was just I was kind of bummed, and maybe Capcom didn't make it that the like the X Men smash up wasn't on there, and like the Fantastic Four one. So maybe well, that's I, that'll be a different collection or something. I imagine like those involve other rights that yeah. Capcom can't easily get. Yeah, oh, I mean, true. they could probably get them, but not as swiftly. Yeah, I mean, Captain Commando is not a hot license right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was some. So I want to I want to kind of go through over the 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 less exciting stuff for me. Um, I guess, like uh, there was some some stuff about Yokai Watch Blasters, which is, you know, I I don't I don't know if that has the huge um the huge uh, audience that it did when it first came out. So that was the other 3DS game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um they showed Splatoon 2 is getting like there's a this weird trailer for version 4 um with this trippy music. I mean, it was kind of cool. Uh it showed off some new outfits and stuff. Um but nothing like solid concrete about that. They showed um Mario Tennis Aces new characters are coming, which is cool. Uh, and there's going to be a co-op mode, which should be a little fun. There's I've actually one... get, been getting back into Mario Tennis Aces, so yeah. for them to see, for them to still be supporting, it's kind of nice because I, I'm having a small resurgence of interest in that, and I'm almost through the story mode. Yeah, they said so. that they're they're going. It's going to be uh, supported. I think it's. I imagine it's going. This is going to be the way with a lot of these kind of multiplayer oriented um nintendo titles going forward is that they will 
support it with new stuff for like the first for a year after it comes out, basically. Right. Um, so yeah, I think they said they're going to do that. Uh, you probably I know you were excited about this. The the a bunch of board games, like the collection of board games that are coming. Carcassonne, the the Lord of the Rings card game, which is a thing, I guess. Pandemic. Um, Catan's eventually coming, and and you got very excited. They're doing like a Munchkin dungeon crawler. Right. So what made me real excited is because they said this is coming next year. Is that Catan had an, a subtitle underneath it? Yeah, it was it was Catan uh, Universe. Universe. Which, yeah. what the world does that mean? Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see that. I mean, it could just be as simple as you can buy all the different versions of Catan under that one game, which I would also be excited about because some of those are outrageously expensive as actual board games, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to buy Catan because your brother has it. So it would be nice to have on my Switch to be easily accessible. Yeah. The other one, and I f- like, of course I freaked out, you know, I have just about almost every version of Munchkin there is. Yep. And so for them to be making a actual dungeon crawler out of Munchkin is really neat. And I'm excited to see what that entails. Because the comedy to that series is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. And I, I just, I froth at the mouth thinking of the possibilities of expansions to that game to where, like, you know, you can dungeon crawl and then all of a sudden be, you know, an Innsmouth fighting Lovecraftian monsters and stuff because they they do Munchkin Cthulhu along yeah. with, you know, the normal dungeon crawling Munchkin and stuff. So, yeah, sorry, I don't want to go too far into that because it's none of that's close to confirmed. But the fact that they're making a full game is kind of neat. So some other quick stuff they showed off. Some more of the World of Ends With You remaster, uh, which, you know, I've talked about how excited I am. Um, the stuff that we talked about that already got revealed after the first delay uh, was in there. Uh, Civ Six and um, Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition. Um, which is out which now. I th- yeah, they, uh, they, we talked about that. Um, it is out now. Um, and so, so is yeah. Cities Skyline. Well, yeah, but that wasn't revealed. That was a new thing. Um, but yeah, so they also the the other kind of boring thing they did they did a presentation about the online service, uh, and it was basically retelling us stuff that we already knew about, um, which is kind of disappointing. I was hoping for a little something extra to make it more enticing, uh, like maybe even mention of Super Nintendo games coming, but nothing like that. Uh, so all the information's out there for that. We've talked about it before. They did show that they are doing. Um, NES style controllers that you can you can buy for the NES games, and, which is kind of what and way more than ten games. Yeah, they I were mean, showing off a ton of Nintendo NES games. Yeah, and and they do say they're supposed to be added regularly, although who knows what that means. Um, but yeah, the 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 NES controllers were cool. Um, they can you can connect them to the sides of the Switch like Joy Cons, and it looks absurd. Uh. I guarantee there are going to be people out there who try to play through games like that, which I can't wait for. Um, so yeah, so we got all that stuff out of the way. Let's get into the really exciting stuff. The needy greedy. Um, yeah, of course, Katamari Damacy was exciting. 
I don't know. We should have saved that for after this. Um, so the first, I guess we can talk about Cities Skylines first. It was, this was kind of a, uh, a surprise announcement. Um, cool city builder. I haven't played it yet. Okay. So the first thing they, they, they started with this. I don't, I don't even remember what I first thought it was, but there's this Game Freak is making a new RPG for Switch. It's called Town. Uh, that's the working title. Although I think it's a good title if they if they leave it at that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it looks to be like a it's a turn based thing. It all it all seems to happen in this one town. I don't know how it's gonna work. It's got this really cool art style. It's kind of like in between um, Dragon the new Dragon Quest and the Nino Kuni games. Um, it looks really cool. Um, I'm very excited for it. Uh, I'm give give it to me now. It's coming out next year. I want it. It looks looks very very neat. I I'm yeah. excited. I loved the look of the uh, user interface, like the yeah the menu. So that was really cool. It look it it looks amazing. Like I, it seems like there there might be some like Animal Crossing stuff going on in there with like city building. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It looks it looks great. I'm I'm very excited for that. Um there was what what else? I guess the the kind of huge thing, there was this this large block where they they talked well they first started talking about um Final Fantasy twelve Zodiac Age. I right. believe that's what they started with. Uh so that was cool. Like it was something I didn't expect. Um coming well, to switch well so no 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 they started with final fantasy 15 pocket right right right. Be, right and right. that i think that was on purpose because we already knew that was coming and that's almost the extent of the final fantasy news i expected right well they also told us about um crystal chronicles which yeah. was some news that that dropped in the in the middle of the week it, it's getting a remaster um, Which that game was great. If you haven't played it, you oh need yeah, I'm to. very, I'm very excited that we'll finally be able to play without the having a bunch of Game Boy advances and link cables. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. So they they threw that in there. Um, they also showed us World of Final Fantasy, whatever that is, like a new version of that. Um, and then, then out of nowhere. The guy, the 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 guy who was announced, he was like, "Oh, and by the way," and then it, it showed us. You see, you see Cloud, and then you see the what's his name from Nine. I never played any of them. And then you see like Titus and and Yuna, and and they so they show you seven, nine, ten, ten two, are all coming to the Switch next year. Yeah, it's like my mind was blown, and then I I was like, wait a minute, there's one number in there that you're forgetting. Um, excuse me. Where is the best Final Fantasy game? Final Fantasy VIII. I want Squall. Uh, give him to me now. I want to play him on the Switch. This is not fair. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's amazing news. Like I did not expect it. Um, I'm super super amped. Like having seven on there. Um, maybe I'll finally play ten and ten two. Uh, I wonder if they'll if it's just a matter of time before they release the uh, Lightning Collection, but. Why? Why? Where is eight? This is a game that it's for some reason never got the kind of port love that all these other games have had. And it's because it. people don't like it as much. Well, it's, whatever. It's not. I mean, there's a, a a cult following for eight. Don't get me wrong. 
but it is not the one that people look at as being amazing. Yeah. So, um, quick note, I just noticed on the internet, really crazily enough, I don't know what Square Enix has done to be allowed to do this, because I know they work tightly with Sony, but that actually is coming to Xbox also. Yeah. Um, uh, which is insane. I mean, it's, it's not, that's not too surprising, because that was kind of kind of the way it was with the Final Fantasy Pocket announcement, and and with Crystal Chronicles, I assume. So uh, these this this just didn't get out beforehand. Seven is the big surprise there. Yeah, certainly. Sony Sony and Square Enix have always kept seven to PC and phones and Sony. Right. So never on other consoles. Right. So I guess it's not like super surprising, I guess, because the seven remaster is supposed to come to everything. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. When huh. if it ever comes out, of course. Yeah, for real. So I'm really excited for you. Just the prospect of you playing Ten Two because mm-hmm. I love that game. That's yeah. I I love Ten, and Ten Two I guess is kind of my Final Fantasy Eight because a lot of people did not like Ten Two. Yeah, but I really did, and I thought I mean it's we we could talk about that for a while, but it's it's good. Um, they, so they, did they, okay, all in that, they also announced that Diablo is coming out November 2nd, so that was one of the quick bullet yeah. points. Also, okay, so in this Final Fantasy bluff, one, there was one of the, the weirdest, most out-of-nowhere announcement, the Chocobo Mystery Dungeon that came out in, like, 2007 on the Nintendo DS is getting... A remastered version called Chocobo's <laughs> yeah. Mystery Dungeon. Everybody, and it's like, what? What the heck? That was it. Was a weird. That was a weird thing. We are getting everything on the Switch, Seth. Yeah, even games that you never knew existed, or that you don't want. Everything means everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I do. Everything you ever wanted, and most, and pretty much everything you didn't want. Yep. Uh, and things you didn't know you wanted, which are <laughs> usually good. Okay, so you know we got out of the way, but you're probably wondering, what about Smash? Because this is what we talked about last week. What we were most excited about. Um. So this it was this was it was kind of hilarious, honestly. So they. The, they they show the the president. He's like, "That's all of the stuff that we have to announce." Um, but please stay tuned until the end of the direct. It's like, okay, here comes Smash. And so what they show you is uh, Isabel in the mayor's office uh, from Animal Crossing: New Leaf, um, and she's talking and 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 it was like, "Oh my gosh, it's finally coming! Animal Crossing to Switch. It's amazing, and it looked great." Um, and it was Isabel talking about stuff about the the mayor, you know, is working in the campsite and he's on Smash. Um, and then she gets this letter from the Pelican mailman, and she opens it and he's like, "Oh my gosh, they want me to be in Smash!" And it and out of nowhere, uh, it it's all of a sudden a, a Smash trailer, and it shows Isabel and she's jumping around and she looks and she looks cute and she's hitting people with like buckets of water and 
and fireworks and stuff and it's great and i love it um but it was this this crazy moment where you're like oh yes it's animal crossing and then oh no there's no animal crossing and then and then they at the end of the the thing it cuts to to tom nook and i and he starts talking and i was like oh my gosh are they for real gonna announce tom nook as an echo fighter of isabel right now uh and then tom looks like well it looks like i have to get back to work so these place these people have nice houses to come back to and then they give you the the splash page for um welcome to animal crossing the official switch game coming in 2019 it was a roller coaster of emotions honestly uh again i yelled multiple times in it um but so excited so amazing isabel so great apparently not an echo fighter although her moveset looks very similar to um villagers yeah i think it's 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 kind of a lot like the way uh lucas is not an echo fighter of ness because like they have the same attacks but they're all sort of different uh so that's cool i'm very excited for it i'm also here for it it is not the character i wanted to be announced as the listeners might know but you know so there there is a good reason for that um I probably could have told you it wasn't going to happen in this because that would be a um an announcement that would happen in like the Smash Direct. Um the when they've announced characters in these other directs, they've always been connected to like another game that's coming out. Um like when they when they did the Splatoon thing, when they first announced the Smash thing, it was with the Splatoon characters right at the end of like the Splatoon focus part of a direct yeah um and so i think that's i don't remember how i ridley i'm pretty sure was by herself um but yeah so you want isaac i want isaac um it's actually kind of funny so uh i don't know if i i i was watching yesterday a a like a predictions video from the guys at game explain who are great and it was so crazy because they they said they 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 predicted the the epic yarn and they predicted the Final Fantasy games coming, um, and they predicted New Super Mario Bros. U, uh, which was really cool. But one of the guys on it said that he 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 predicted like a a Golden Sun remaster for the Nintendo DS or something. And so when it opened with Kirby's epic yarn, I was like, oh my god, did they actually know about Golden Sun remaster? Uh, but that didn't happen. So I mean that, but that's what it would take for them to show Isaac in in a, in a direct like that and and it was it was so it was probably never going to happen in this one. Yeah, that's fair. But the, you know, there's still hope. Of yeah, course. TGS is is right around the corner. So. I mean, I don't I don't imagine that Nintendo will have any big stuff, big announcements of that, but you never know. Apparently there's there's good word that Dragon Quest Eleven and a couple other games will be announced for the Switch there. So, well, um, hopefully, yeah. yeah. I mean, Dragon Quest Eleven has been announced for Switch. We just don't know when. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I was, I thought it hadn't been. My bad. So, but yeah, the, Isabel, what do you think? What do you think? I think that, I mean, the only reason I don't like it, and it's, I mean, I expressed this to you in the chat, is that. It just looks like she's an Echo Fighter. Yeah, it's she's, weird. She's like adorable, they... and I I didn't not want her. You know, I 
I don't mind. I think it's great. I love yeah. Animal Crossing. I think she's hilarious. The bit where she had like this weird kind of darker side for a second where she's like, yeah. well, maybe I'll be the mayor. And then I <laughs> yeah. love that. I think it's hilarious. But yeah, she's great. She looks a lot like an Echo Fighter. And yeah, so like my when I my immediate idea was that she wasn't an Echo Fighter because like her attacks are similar looking, but they're all sort of different. And I think she has some stuff that the villager doesn't have, but it's all like variations on, on, on the same kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm not super surprised about that. Like Isabel is a hugely popular character in Japan. Um, and so she was pretty much like, since it seems like since Sakurai said this stuff is based on the on the poll that they did, it seemed like a lock that she was going to be a character. I I thought she was going to be an Echo, but given her popularity, it's not that surprising that they came up with a new-ish moveset for her. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's fun because Villager is one of the most fun characters to use in, in Smash for Wii U. So like a different version of that is, you know, a welcome addition, in my opinion. And I... I, I like you, had a little kind of there was a little that that hint of uh sourness because you know uh, of, we i have no we have no way of knowing the way that the character selection process but the my brain immediately thinks well that's a, a slot taken away from another potential character right and it's but it's, it, it, it may not be like that at all it's really hard for me to feel that way with this game also because there's so many daggum characters in it yeah it's crazy like and the fact the, that the they're way, even announcing more is just shocking yeah, to me though and the way that they've gone about doing it it makes you you feel like every character you've wanted is going to be in the game um like i i'm still pretty sure that isaac's gonna be in there and that gina's gonna be in there um i know that i'll probably be disappointed in the end by that but i also like how am i gonna be disappointed because this game this got everybody in it it's amazing Already, yeah. and I haven't, I haven't even played it. <laughs> um, the the only other thing I feel like we would be remiss to leave out is that the Damon X Machina got more of a feature that I felt it deserved. So yeah, that was cool. I really like the look of that game. I know that you're not entirely sold on it, but um, they also uh, I don't know if you caught this. They announced that um, Wario is uh. Oh, what was it? War God dang it, I messed it up. They announced that Wario is um oh never mind, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, just I was trying to make a joke. Ah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm sorry, Shade. I couldn't do it. I tried <laughs> to keep a straight face. War Wario is circumcised, that's what I was gonna say. Ah, uh, okay. All right. That's weird. Yep. Sorry. That was <laughs> a little a little bit for my friend that we talked about today. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean I, I don't have too much else. I'm excited for a new Animal Crossing. I oh, yeah, man. have a lot more of a as much as I like Stardew Valley, I have a lot stronger of a connection to Animal Crossing than I do Stardew Valley. So I am ready and willing to yeah. plop down the money for that as fast as possible. Coming in 2019, we're looking at 
So what do we like? We got we got Animal Crossing. We got Luigi's Mansion. We got Metroid Prime probably. Bayonetta also probably. Uh, uh help me out here. What what do we got coming? Um Yoshi's I know there's more. Yoshi. World. We got Yoshi coming. Uh hold on. I'm looking it up on the internet. Definitely Pokemon. More Splatoon. I would bet yeah, more Splatoon. There's going to be the ta- town we got. We got the the core Pokemon game probably. Um I don't know, man. All these the Final Fantasy games next year. It's 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 gonna be crazy. Fire Emblem. That was one thing that oh wasn't in the gosh, direct. Yeah. Fire Emblem coming out next year. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna be bananas. Oh, there's it's too much. It's too much stuff. But I'm excited. I just have to. Shin Megami Tensei Five coming out. Exclusive to Switch. 2019. Now give me Persona 5 on the Switch. Yeah. That give was that. okay. That was so that was definitely one thing I was hoping would be in it. I I really hope they would talk about Persona Q2 uh coming out here. Uh they didn't do that. But you know, TGS, that's those are stuff that might that would probably get announced there. Yeah. So, so there's was, still still chance for that. I was reading a decent amount online, um, people saying, you know, to if you're disappointed for some reason, you know, there's TGS coming up and Nintendo has a strong relationship with the video game awards because they announced Bayonetta and a couple other things at it last year. So, and there's bound to be another direct before the end of the year, probably yeah. detailing the smaller stuff that we haven't gotten to like Killer Queen Black, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's it's cool. So there is one other thing. Um it was only in the Japanese direct. They uh, are yes. um Assassin one more thing on the people. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is getting a cloud version in Japan. Um I, you would hope it would come to America. But they did this with the the Resident Evil 7 um where you you pay for it and you stream it over the internet basically. So it's not using the uh like the switches and actually putting out the like the the graphical whatever um to make it work but it was in the japanese director seems to only be there um i have to wonder if that that stuff will ever ever start coming over here um yeah i don't, I, know. I don't know why and obviously the resident evil 6 one had to go well mm-hmm. because for them to do another one yeah i don't know i if it can do it i don't know why we're not but you know, who can see? Yep. But I think that's a, that about wraps it up for us. It does. So uh, yeah, we're in here. We're out here burning the midnight oil to get this one out to you. So yeah. ho- hopefully, it was a good one. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Uh, but so next week, you have to look forward to a couple of things. We'll probably have some thoughts on the Destiny raid because we will have gotten there. Ideally, maybe, yeah, maybe if maybe uh, if RNG is favoring us, we also have, you know, just regular stuff. I have no clue. I'll pr- I might get Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition. Yeah. So I'll I probably wanna... I'll I'll have played Spider Man by then for sure. Yeah. So all right. Um. If uh, if that's it, then we appreciate you listening. Thank you for sticking it out. This was a long episode, but 
we love getting into the details and when big announcements like this happen. So thanks for sticking it out and we appreciate you and we will talk at you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Patriots suck. Go Jags.